Hi, and welcome to the Sustainable Socials Podcast. I'm AK Mulford. And I'm Ann Kemp. We're here to help you grow your online community, develop holistic strategies for your brand, avoid social media burnout, and simply have more fun. Join us each week for a deep dive discussion into the world of social media and marketing mindset as a whole. If you want even more social media and marketing support, join our community at patreon.com slash sustainable socials. Hello. (laughs) How's it going? It's going very well. It's good. You know, I meant to tell you too. I mean, that's if anybody out there is, um, lives in New Zealand like I do. We've had some crazy weather and AK and I were actually filming for our upcoming course the other day, got knocked offline um, when a crazy squall came through. We ended up getting a tornado the next day hit in Parapram, not that far from where you used to live when you lived here. Uh, But yeah, that came through and it's just been some crazy. I just, I sit here a lot and just like look out my window. I'm like, oh, I'm so lucky. I always, I love that I'm here in New Zealand. And then I look out there and like, there's a tornado. I mean, it was crazy. We had hail coming down. That's like, oh my gosh, power went out. It was just nuts. (laughs) Weather's serious business, man. (laughs) Well, today's episode, I think it's our last episode of April, is it? It is. This is the last one for April and it's been our engagement. Yeah, all about engagement in April. So good. Yes. And so um, today we're teasing a few of the things we have coming up, uh, which I'm super excited about. And we've just recorded some of the things for our course. Um, I am giddy about them. I know. It's going to be so fun. But one of the sections in our course, we talk about 13 very common TikTok tropes. Um things that as soon as we say them, you'll see them everywhere. And I think most videos that will ever show up on your For You page will fit into one of um, those categories, you know? Um, and uh, and once you have them as like a little tool in your toolbox, you can kind of pull them out when you want and play with them and uh, yeah, have a go at all the different ones. And in fact, I think a lot of people who are very successful on TikTok use a combination of quite a few of them. So Yes. yes. Oh, so, they're so good. So we're going to talk about three of them today and just kind of lightly touch upon them. Um, and if you want to check out all 13, we're going to have more info about the course up soon. Yes. Oh, I can't wait. Very, very, very soon. But which one should we talk about first? Should we go with the Seinfeld first? Look, I'm whispering. Okay. Yeah. Nobody <laughs> you're whispering, you're whispering on a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> hey, no one can hear us. <laughs> is a relatable one because it's the seinfeld (laughs) i love i love what's the deal (laughs) what's the deal with tiktok (laughs) am i the only one let's see that it's that um as soon as you hear it, like you, you see it all the time it's that energy of a question or premise of like like am I the only one who didn't know about whatever? Or like, did you know that like, I was today years old, I have never known before that this was a thing. Did you like, you know, it's that (laughs) kind of voice and energy. And um, once you hear it, you hear it everywhere. But the Seinfeld, like in the same way that his comedy was set up to be kind of like, 
um, you know, quote unquote about nothing, but just kind of like about mundane things in a funny, relatable way. Um, that is what like the Seinfeld is as a TikTok trope. And I feel like I see so much of my For You page is like the Seinfeld questions, you know, of like, what's what's the deal with emojis? Like, how did I not know that like this was this emoji, you know? And it's kind of like a little bit of like a rant and also kind of like the confused person in a new land sort of <laughs> yeah. set up, you know, like yes. how do I've just like, you know, and it's also kind of like a little bit of like um like a grumpy old person. Totally the grumpy right? old person. Just like for sure. All, this, all these emojis nowadays are like, what is the, what's going on with the TikTok algorithm? You know? <laughs> yes. No, like that is one too that I think it's easy, not easy, but it's one that you get the engagement and the question right at the top. And it's just the bringing somebody in to your bubble of relatability, because it's that you give somebody that moment, you're giving them a platform of going, Hey, you know, am I the only one? So that as a follower, you see that and that's your cue. Me too. Yeah. I just learned that as well. Like that's where people start chiming in and you start to build that engagement. And so, and it is, it's one of those 13 tropes that you, you do, like, I see it constantly. Um, I love using it because there is just that, just getting out there and just like seeing life through your own eyes. It's basically what it is, but then finding a fun way to hook it in, you know, and again, like, look at your hook, look at the question you're asking when you're doing it and make it all work. <laughs> yes, exactly. That's Check one one of the threes, the Seinfeld. Um, yes. Second one, I'll let you pick which one you want. Um, let's do the movement. I love the movement. The movement. <laughs> Everybody start moving around a little. <laughs> but you get there's kind of two ways to do the movement trope, right? And one of them is super simple, and it could just be just like sitting down as you're about to like the, as the video starts or like moving mm. into frame. Right. Yeah. Um, that just like little bit of movement makes it seem like this is a very organic moment that we're now talking to someone um, yeah. instead of quite often with videos that you see people like have clearly just pressed the record button and then they like take a beat <laughs> and they start talking. And it's like either you need to edit that first second out of your video. Yeah. Or but if you want to level up your game, moving mm -hmm. into frame is a really great way of just like capturing people's attention and creating a sense of urgency and making them want to stick around. Um, but then movement throughout the video is another really great way of keeping Brilliant. people paying attention, even if you, you might have to get through like some sentences that aren't as exciting or interesting, but if you're moving as you're doing it, like if you're going for a walk, all of a sudden it feels like you're having a chat with a friend. You're just going for a walk and talk, you know, um, if the person's cooking, if they're knitting, if they're doing something with their hands that you're watching as they're talking, yeah. um, this is one of the reasons why get ready with me's are so popular. Yeah. Yeah, because every, we're all both captivated by the story, if it's a good story on one level, but we're also captivated by like each time they cut the frame, they've like kind of put more makeup on or they've mm -hmm. changed their outfit a little bit. 
and you're sticking around to see what the end result is. Like yeah. that you're in invested itself. at that point and you want to have the follow or you want to have the payoff at the end. And exactly. Yeah. So you're going to hang around for it. And, and it also might just be a visual of somebody like building something or cooking something as they're telling a story about something that's completely different um, to what they're doing with their hands. Like, you know, so they might be like, you know, constructing something as they're talking about this, like time they were at the park or whatever. Um, Those are super effective at getting people to pay attention. It's kind of like the like shiny object (laughs) a little bit too of, um, People love to see a progression of things and they like to see the end results of things. So you can have like a progressive movement or you can just be walking and talking. But even that is like way more engaging than just having kind of a stationary person just talking to a camera. I think one of the a good hack when you're doing that, if you're stumbling at the beginning with movement, you're like, I don't, you know, what I do with my hands, I'm, I'm confused. Prop your phone up, hit the timer, the countdown on it, and go to that like acting or improv place where you're already moving and doing something when the timer counts down. And then you just kind of turn, look at the camera and start doing your thing. But yeah. definitely it's that movement, bringing people in. There's just something about it that it just brings people right into your world and want to know what's happening. And like you're saying, like stay around because I want to stick around and see the end result. Somebody else is going yeah. to stick around and see yours. And so if you're trying to get a message across and it's not been really working, try to add some more movement into that video and see if it changes like the level of engagement that you're getting with that video. So give it a go. And I I think that we should also mention like the top level of movement is dancing. Like TikTok is a very dance app. So if you feel like it, like I'm, I'm just like, so not interested in doing dancing videos, but if you want to, that is a very effective way of getting your message across. You could have all sorts of different things popping up over your video of you dancing and get people watching. Yeah. And bonus, I tell you what, if you do one of those videos and you want to share it in the comments with us, yes, amazing. I will watch, will not do. (laughs) We'll cheer you on. (laughs) I'm not doing it as a favor for everyone that would stumble across that video. (laughs) They don't need to see I mean, we love to, I think all of us feel like, oh, well, we have to be good at it for it to be interesting. But people love watching videos of people dancing badly too you know it's like that's also fun (laughs) all right our third one is the big feelings feelings. oh the big feelings and this one is so good because it's great for when you're happy or if you're trying to get across a positive rant um you know it's different ways that you're coming in and you are bringing your feelings with you and using like we call it the muppety face get your face moving (laughs) with it (laughs) like have let people know you know if you're grateful Get yourself on camera and for, if you're watching on YouTube, you know, come up into that camera when you're shooting. And if you've got to play with a filter because you want to have something else on you when you do that, because you don't feel comfortable, do that because you just want the authenticness of your thank you or of the question you're asking or whatever that is with the big feelings that you're trying to get across. 
but just, yeah, there's just something when you're on and you're happy and you're coming on and like, look what we did. Look at what you guys helped me do. I just punched my my glass. (laughs) (laughs) But there's nothing more infectious, is there? When somebody's like really excited about something and they really genuinely want to share it with you, like it's infectious in the same way. Like I, I, I think one of the best hooks is when the video starts with someone laughing Mm-hmm. Like something hysterical just happened to them and they have to tell you about it. I love those videos and they're super captivating. And it's because it started with this big feeling, either it's like excitement or laughter, or sometimes it's someone crying because they're so overwhelmed with gratitude about something like they hit a pre-order goal or they achieved something that they really wanted to. And I think a lot of us are, you know, we're introverted and we're like these sensitive creative types, a lot of us. And we don't think to share those moments with our followers, even though it's them that we're so grateful for and humbled by and all of these things. And, you know, or even if it's excitement, like so often I'll have authors say to me, like, I hit that pre-order goal, or I, you know, I got to number one in my category. And I'm like, are you going to tell your followers? Like, are you going to tell your audience like that's huge you should be celebrating with them you should be bringing them into this excitement with you and they're like oh yeah (laughs) (laughs) the real is it the light comes on oh yeah wait a minute because we forget and sometimes it's because we feel self-conscious about it or it feels like we're bragging and we don't want to be perceived that way um but like genuinely sharing your feelings and like all of this roller coaster of emotions that we go through as creators and as authors like those are some of the best moments of connection and engagement with your audience because you you are a real person and you're sharing real big feelings with them. So don't be afraid to when you have those moments of excitement or success or, you know, just like kind of gratitude to be sharing those with your audience. So those are our those are three of the 13 TikTok tropes that we I mean, I. I have no words because I'm so excited to get out this class when we do, because there are nine, look, look at me trying to do math real quick. Like, how many fingers am I holding up? Nine more tropes for us to share with you guys that yeah. are, you know, it's a, one of these things where I feel like it's you 10 can more, right? Don't we have 13? It's 13. Well, we've given them three. So we have nine more. That, I mean, we'll deep dive into those three. Nine plus three is thir- 12. So we've actually, that's a dozen. See, that's why I write words with letters. Yeah. Level of like gaslighting that just happened. Right? <laughs> like, I'm, I'm, like, I'm adding it in my head and it's like, we're at 13. Like, oh, no, we sure aren't. <laughs> oh gosh. You know, we're good at social media, but not so good on the rest. If anybody speaks Becca Sime, I'm 34 <laughs> analytics and I am proud of it. <laughs> oh gosh, but there's just so much good stuff in this course that's coming. Like this is just one of the modules. This is just one of the slides. And like just one. Um, talking about all the tropes, like I'm excited for like the content foraging. I'm ta- excited to talk about like how to revive your account after you've been absent for a while and how to launch a book in hype mode and yeah. all those things. Like there's there's a lot of good stuff that's coming in this course. So it's a lot of recipes, a lot of fun recipes that you'll get to play with and mix and match. And it's just going to be good. And Hopefully actually, it'll spark a lot of ideas and get people more excited to make content on TikTok and also feeling like 
they have a more sustainable plan, you know, for how they can keep showing up on the platform. Once the shiny object and excitement of it, you know, kind of wears off, how can you continue to show up on the platform in a fun way? So yes, giving yourself variety. And I think that those 13 tropes add that variety to it. And it's actually, you get to kind of see a strategy in front of you that then you just play with it. You get to play with that. So, and we're actually going to get to film hopefully a couple more pieces of our uh, class today we're hoping to do. So we'll just tease you guys about it on the podcast as we're doing, like, don't worry. As soon as we have more on it, if you're on our newsletter, uh, we'll be announcing it to our newsletter subscribers. We'll be talking about it here. If you're in um, your patron on Patreon. Yeah, you'll be getting a discount to the course if you're on Patreon too. So yes, I can't wait to do that for our patrons. Anyway, yes. Awesome. More to come. More to come. Thanks, everybody. Hope you have a good week. Bye. Thank you for joining us on the Sustainable Socials Podcast. If you'd like even more social media and marketing support, mini coaching, one-on-one coaching, and a private online community, you can join us at patreon.com slash sustainable socials. And we'll see you next time.